Oh yeah. Welcome everybody. Welcome to the second episode of the Stock Market Plan Podcast. Hope that everybody had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Definitely a time to reflect on the fallen men and women in uniform that defend this country. And I just hope that you had some time of reflection, no matter how small, to appreciate the best, the best that we have here. God bless them all. So last time I spoke to you, episode one, it's been a while, last week. Um, really, the market hasn't been doing anything extraordinary, anything different. And that's why I really haven't posted anything. It's still in a confirmed uptrend. Of course, we always look at the overall health of the market before we even get into anything. Because it is the headwind or the tailwind, right? We want to get involved in stocks when we have a tailwind, right? Everything moving for us versus against us. As you know, I discussed already the importance of the overall market health, whether the market's moving in an uptrend fashion or downtrend. And right now it is in an uptrend, confirmed uptrend. Um, it is in a confirmed uptrend since uh, March 23rd, right? That's when the market bottomed out, and we're looking at the S&P 500, the most comprehensive representation of the overall market. And we look at it through the SPY, right? Symbol SPY, Sam Peter Yellow. And the market's just doing its thing, right? And um, been really, really interesting. Um, you know, I called for this consolidation phase that we're in at these levels with the market. Consolidation being where the market just trades sideways. And it's been building a base, and I called for that. I called for that back in April, mid-April, that the market would more than likely do this. Why? Because that's what markets do. They, fi they, find, higher, they find higher ground, and then they build a base, which it has been doing since, trading sideways. In the meantime, there are things out there that are working. Stocks, right? Different industries. Not everything is working. But most, most things are working because after all, 75% of things are going to move in that direction, right? We discussed that. It's really entertaining to see. I belong to uh, forums, uh, professional traders, forums. From back in the day, I still belong to some of them and um, where I can you know, look at what they're doing, hear what they're saying. And it's funny to me because, and I remind you, these guys are professionals. These guys and gals are professionals. They've been doing this. This is what they do for a living. Uh, investing, trading, whatever you want to call it. We already spoke about that. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny to hear them on the chat, you know, discuss how they are so confused. They're so confused. And... It is so obvious to me why the market is doing what it's doing. In other words, the market doesn't give two hoots about COVID-19 right now. It is saying that. It is looking forward. And it is evident by the movement of price in the S&P 500 and others too, NASDAQ, Dow. Um, so, you know, intraday, 
within the day, 9.30 Eastern Standard Time to 4 p.m., um, Monday through Friday usually. Um, you know, what we're seeing is craziness. Now, it's it's craziness because to the untrained eye, you would think to yourself, man, what is what is this market doing? Why does this market keep going up? And, you know, it goes down and then it gets defended. Gets defended at support levels. And if you go to my YouTube channel, you'll see the support levels that I drew weeks ago. Weeks ago. And they're holding. They are holding. And the question, you know... <laughs> In these forums, you have people that are these professional traders that are picking sides. They pick sides. Oh, I think the market's going to go down. Oh, I think the market's going to go up. And I tell you, that, that for me has always been a recipe for disaster. Because markets change every day. I mean... Just because I believe something today from what I see, my representation is not really a belief. It's, it's what I see. Market data giving me data, every single information, every single day. There's nothing about this market that it says it wants to go lower. Now, just because I believe that today does not mean that on Wednesday... Or even Tuesday, tomorrow, I might see things that stick out like a sore thumb. And I say, well, I got to pay particular attention to this. Whether it's a support level being broken, right? Price level drops be below a level that I set. A structure level, what's called structure. So, you know, they can't explain it. They can't explain why it's happening. And that is why, folks, you have to take markets at their word. And that is why you have to look at markets every day. Because just how I'm telling you this today, it can change in a day, in a couple of days, in a week or a month. When does it do it? I don't care. But when it does... I'll be in front of it. Um, this week, past week, that just we went through. Um, it's a very well-known investor. Everybody holds dear. And this particular guy says, you know, I'm selling everything. And everybody's all freaking out. I'm selling the airlines. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking to myself, a little late. I mean, the airlines have been in trouble for years. So it's just a tough business. And COVID-19 just took it in overdrive, exposing all of them. I'm not one to make predictions, but I think the airlines are going to need some major, major help from the Federal Reserve or whoever, whoever else wants to save them. They're going to need a check. Uh, they probably needed a check before this thing, but they really need one now. And they're going to get it because we, we just can't operate without airlines. We can't. 
We just can't. Just a major, major component of what makes this economy go. So it's obvious, right? I mean, you need the airlines to survive. They just have to. Um, in today's world, nothing moves without the airlines. It's not just about vacations and, you know, weekend trips, but it's about business. You know, a lot of business is done through airlines. You got to be at this meeting. You got to be at that. Got to be at this. Hey, you got to get there somehow. So it's a major part, major part of the economy. So back to these guys. They can't understand why the markets are doing what they're doing. Markets, folks, I, I told you about this the other day. Markets are forward looking. What does that mean? What does that mean, forward-looking? Um, things get priced in well before things happen. The big money players move in first. They know something the average American public does not know. After all, that is their business, right? Allocating money to ideas. Some bad, some good. But you're, when you're in an environment like this, where you have a tailwind, you have the tide with you and not against you, it's really hard to find something that is not moving up. And everybody looks like a genius, right? Now, some move up more than others, and some, some less. But generally speaking, everything is either holding or moving up. So, what are the things I think that they see? Well, you have to remember not too long ago, before late February, before this thing took hold and just, you know, killed world economy, um, we were looking at record type data, record type Job numbers, job growth, record type, low unemployment numbers, record type, wage growth. And these things are not part of COVID-19. They are separate from it. Now, some people might say, well, this is because of this. This is because of that. This is because of this. No, I disagree with you. It's Trump. No, it's not Trump. It's Pelosi. Whatever. I say this. When you're involved in this business of investing in stocks, and, you know, I concentrate on stocks that are poised to grow. Major growth. Major growth. So things like the Teslas, the Apples, um, innovative, innovative service, innovative product, right? I'm not investing in Goodyear Tire, <laughs> maybe. But, you know, you get my drift, right? Things that are poised to lead the markets when the markets finally turn around.
which they are starting to do that. They're proving themselves, right? So these guys don't understand it. And it's crazy to me because they're professionals. They should know better. You know, guy, you got to see that some of these guys just like, you know, oh, the market's going to tank. The market's going to tank through the, through the day, right? And, and you know, they're looking at these things on an intraday level, intraday intervals. But when you look at these things, when you look at the SPY, for instance, for, on a daily chart, nothing about this chart says sell. I mean, nothing, absolutely nothing about this chart says sell. Nothing. Not even close. It goes up to high ground. When we're looking at the SPY, it bottomed out at 218 and $0.26 on March 23rd. It rallies all the way up, all the way into... For a whole month until April, what, April 27th, and now it's trading sideways and holding. It's just holding, but they want to short the market. And I always say, you know, eventually they'll be right. You know, in the meantime, <laughs> I'll make money while they're sitting there wishing that their intellect, their smarts, they think they're smarter than the market. We have to look at markets and take them for what they are. That is all. Look at markets and take them for what they are today. Because again, it can change tomorrow, right? But until then, I'm not going to get in front of it. Right? Well, gold is doing this relative to the price index ratio of the dollar. And da, 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 da. I mean, all these reasons they give you. My favorite are the uh, my favorite are the gold guys, right? The gold guys are always bearish, almost always bearish, right? And they've been wrong for the better part of two months. They've been dead wrong. Eventually, they'll be right. And uh, you can say the same thing if we were looking at a bearish market where the market was trending lower. You have the bulls, right? The guys that think that markets go up all the time. Well, you know, uh, markets are undervalued right now. It's da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh, we're averaging down. Oh, <laughs> In complete disregard of what the overall market trend is. So see, it happens both ways. I'm not just picking on bears. Bulls do it too. And I spoke to you about labels. You know, you gotta really, you gotta really check yourself when you find yourself reasoning, um, reasoning why something should go up or down. Instead of just taking market data. Interpreting it, looking at different levels, using moving averages, looking at time, looking at volume. And again, if you want to get a better picture of what this stuff looks like, go on my YouTube channel, Stock Market Plan. Subscribe. Um, and, you know, but it's a pretty boring market right now. And people are like, what? A boring market? Yes, because it's just been trading sideways, building a base. Since uh, midweek of April, it's been building a base and trading sideways. Totally, totally healthy. 
And you have to have, well, you don't have to, but most bull markets in history start off like this. Most, not all. Most, not all. Know the difference. Because we could, we, you know, we can break levels here and tank. But if this thing gets new legs, I mean, these bears that are just calling for the market to be short all the time. I mean, they've already been getting hurt. You should see the guys. It's just, you know, banging fists on the desk. You know, because they're going against the trend. A recipe for disaster. Totally oblivious to the overall market trend. And they know this. And I speak to you about psychology all the time and how much it involves, how much psychology is involved in investment decisions. And the part of psychology here is that you think you know better than the market. And it's just a real dangerous place to be. Really dangerous. You know, the stocks that I buy, you know, when I look at them, you know, I, I told you about the stocks being like a, a beauty contest, right? Things that are of value are going to get bid up. They're going to go up. They set themselves up. I look for a pattern on the charts. Um, about two or three weeks ago, we looked at uh, Integris, symbol ENTG. Go look at that on the, on the YouTube channel. I mean, everything is working exactly like it's on that, on that video. Did I know that was going to happen? No. But you look at things and you say, you know, this makes sense. Here are the levels. And here are my exit strategies, both on the top side. So we talked about buying and selling, right? We got to make money. And when things start to turn, we get out. I don't want to hold things down at a loss. Oh, but you you know you you gotta you gotta hold things because for the law. Who says who? Says who? I mean, you don't have to hold things 25, 30% down like this guy holding these airlines for the last two months. And now, now he's saying, I'm selling this. And everybody's like, ooh. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, a little late. Whatever. You know, I mean, when you look at these markets, and again, I look at the SPY, right? SPY is a symbol. It mirrors the movement of the S&P 500. And it was just so obvious, so obvious of a breaking levels back in late February before COVID really took legs. As a matter of fact, back then I was looking for a normal pullback within a bull market, which we were in. See, most people don't understand before COVID-19 started, and you probably never hear this anywhere else. The previous 14 months, 13 or 14 months, who's counting? Before COVID-19, 
the S&P 500 was up in excess of 40%. The market. 14 months. The Nasdaq was over 50%. Nobody talks about that. But I know that because I see it. Now, I ask you, how long do you think it takes for a market to attain that type of movement? Typically, normally, it takes about three to four years for a market to see that type of gain. What? Yeah. So the market needed to pull back to attractive levels because things were so inflated. You look at all the charts of all the, all the high growth companies, it was just like... You, they had to pull back for you to get a better, more rational. They were so extended to get a more rational entry level to initiate position because it was just like completely, completely just, it looked like a freaking tower, just gone, like a rocket. And that's what happens when you have things working in a way that they have never worked before, literally. And I already discussed that. Historic numbers in like every single way you can look at an economy with jobs and wage growth. I mean, and then unemployment numbers being on all-time lows. Across the board, black, white, yellow, green, I don't care what you look like. Across the board. So the market started to come down, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, great. You know, it's going back to averages, you know, but that was like February 24th, 25th, 26th. And then on the 27th, it broke below a level. And I said, maybe it'll bounce right here because it had some support. And you can, you can see all of this that I'm talking to you about on my YouTube channel. You can go look at it. It's all there. It's all documented. So the market did a little blip. It popped up for the next four sessions, and then it crashed. That's when COVID took legs. We started closing things. At that juncture, I was all in cash. Why did I know that the market was going to go down when you look at the SPY from $274 all the way to 218 on March 27th? Did I know that? Excuse me, March 23rd, the low? No, I didn't know that. I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that. All I need to know is that in the present time, on, <clears throat> on March 9th, the market had broken down critical support levels that I had drawn months ago. Again, structure. And there was nothing there to save it. There were no more support levels. There's just a big old space. The great abyss. I don't want to be part of that. And then at that juncture, I'm thinking to myself, well, the market's got to show me now that it can build a base from here and go higher. But until then, I'm not putting any more money in. I'm all in cash. Well, lo and behold, COVID-19 takes over and from March 9th to March 23rd, the low, we lose a crap load of money in the market. And I just watching people panic, people calling me. What do I do? What do I do? Well, 
sit down, let's have a chat. Because you, you can't do this again. Did I have a crystal ball? No. No. Just like right now where we're at, right? We're building a base up here. It's healthy. So far. Nothing wrong with picking some stocks here. Whatever you feel like. Because the market has a tailwind. You're with the tide. The tide is with you. So, you know, does that change tomorrow? Maybe. But until then, I'm not saying, well, I can't believe the market is doing this. You know, we have record, record numbers of unemployment. This is ridiculous. It's got to go down. Well, if you've been saying that since April, first week of April, and you've been trying to short this market, you have gotten your butt handed to you. You know who you are. You can't hide, right? It's there. You know, it's it's just a real tough market to be short. And it's a complete guess. It's the same thing as if the market was in a downtrend and you're saying they're trying to pick a bottom. Oh, the market could go, can't go any lower. Folks, I got news for you. Markets that go lower can go lower. Markets that go higher can go higher. I mean, look at eBay. <laughs> I was looking at the stock. I was like, and they're not the only ones. eBay symbol. Eddie, boy, apple, yellow. eBay. It's at $43.50 the, the stock right now. I mean, I, I don't even know if I can go back far enough to see when it was like this at, at this level. Oh, yeah. Uh, holy gravy. Well, that was what? July of what? July of 2019? It's at those levels already. He said COVID schmovid. Doesn't give two hoots. Doesn't care about COVID-19. Why? I don't care. It just is. Stop dwelling in the why. You're going to get hurt. Just take it for what it is. Actually, it's higher than than that level. Um, it's higher than that now. I can't even go back far enough. Let me see. Hold on. I got to go to a three-year chart. One second. <laughs> oh, my word. The market has not been this high on eBay, right? Since uh, March of 2018. This is after COVID, after all of this stuff. Here we are. It has totally recuperated all the losses from COVID. And people just, they just keep saying, how can it be doing this? How can it be doing this? Quit worrying about the hows and whys. It just is. More buyers and sellers. That's the only real reason that you need to worry about. More buyers and sellers. You know, we... People try to, th they think that they have to know why. You don't need to know why. It just is. It just is. Why is the market going up? More buyers and sellers. That's it. That's the only real, true, factual answer. 
more buyers and sellers. Everything else is opinions, and you know already how I feel about opinions. Worthless. Oh, but the interest rate. Oh, shut up. Stop. I'd save it. I don't want to hear it. Gets me in trouble every time. I spoke to you about noise. Noise. Drown out the noise. That's the major, uh, you know, related to psychology. That's that's what will get you in trouble every time. You will miss opportunity. You will miss opportunity. Anyways, wanted to check in with you guys. Again, thanks for checking in with me. Um, make sure you check out the YouTube channel. Go back and look at these videos that are on there. It's all there. Um, don't have a crystal ball. Just have a way of interpreting markets in a way that some do, but most don't. And in my humble opinion, that's what counts in this business. So until next time, drown out the noise, price, time, and volume. Check out the YouTube channel so you can get familiarized what exactly it is that I'm looking at and how I look at things. And uh, again, this is all for informational purposes. And the purpose of this channel is to spur some thought on the way that you go about this thing so you can come up with your own investment, rational investment decision of buying and selling. All right, guys. We'll see how the market opens tomorrow. Let me see what it's doing today. Let's see. Uh, overseas right now. Uh, it's just sitting there. Trading right where it was. When it closed. Uh, that's eBay still. Hold on. I got to get back to the SPY. <laughs> Probably the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Three out of four stocks are moving the general direction of the market. It's just trading sideways at the level it closed on Friday. So, you know, nothing changing. Market in a confirmed uptrend. And we'll see when it changes. Again, paying attention to this thing. Three out of four stocks are going to move this way. All right, guys. Thanks for checking in. Check out the YouTube channel. Facebook page, same thing, Stock Market Plan. And we'll catch you on the next one.